We want to take a moment to thank you all for listening to our podcast each and every week. Through your support, we were able to expand our podcast. You can now find us on iTunes, through the podcast app, or on Stitcher. And for most of the people around our age who probably have no idea what Stitcher is and didn't even know a podcast app existed, we're still on SoundCloud, so you can also find us there. But wherever you listen to this podcast, make sure you subscribe to the 3D Podcast so you'll know whenever a new episode comes out. Lastly, big shout out to our sponsor, Rob LeMay Associates. They've been one of the reasons why the audio quality on the podcast has been better. All right, enough of all that. Now here's this week's episode. 3D. 3D. Welcome to the 3D Podcast. Number one podcast, 3D. Number one podcast in the AUC. You know that. Um, so we back as usual. It's not all three of us. That's a, that's that has become a trend. Like say, it's either me, you, and, or me and <laughs> KJ. So yeah, it's just me and Arlington today. So we rocking. Um, but I just had to, I had to do this. Arlington was in cl- close proximity, so I'm like, just come over here. We gonna record real quick. I got some stuff to get off my chest, but not really. But a lot of stuff has been happening, so I just wanted to get a podcast going. We didn't do it last week because we had homecoming. By the way, how was your homecoming? Homecoming was great. Your brother came down. How did yeah. he enjoy that? Yeah, he, he, he said he liked it better than uh, better than when he's at UCLA. Word. Like he said he had more fun. Like the first thing he was like, "Dang, I can't remember the last time I saw this many black people." I was like, "What?" Yeah, that's that's true though. Like once after tailgate, I had text my friend uh, Muhammad who goes to Columbia, and I was like, "Bro, you gotta come to." Uh, like one of our homecomings, like you'll never see so many beautiful black people in one place. Like it's just it's crazy. It's like you should have told the homie from uh, the one from New York. Oh, Juwan. Juwan. Yeah, like, yeah. Cool, bro. Yeah, I think he. I I don't know if he it, he posted on Instagram. Like I wasn't able to make it, so I think he might have been he trying was, to come. He was but, cool, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. That's my man's cool, right bro. there. Shout out, shout out, Juwan. If y'all remember him, he was a guest. Uh, last semester, he was talking so. some. He was talking some real talk, bro. It's one of the realest niggas I know, and you know, most articulate too. Though he's yeah. like the he's like the guy answer. Like he inspired, <laughs> he inspired me. Like I was like, yeah. It's weird saying role models, but like during homecoming, I met one of my somebody I look up to. Um, his, his name is Mark Anthony Green. He is a. Um, I thought he was about to talk about the market and then go to Morehouse. I was like, bro, nah, nah. He's a. Uh, the same age. He's a he's a, uh, a style editor at GQ, but what? like before before I came to Morehouse, I um I I used to watch GQ heavy. Like me and my friend Joe, we used to watch GQ all the time. We used to learn how to tie ties, how to do this, how to do that. We just like everything GQ. GQ we say we seen every GQ video. You know what I'm saying up until 2015 probably like <laughs> so. He was, like, one of the only black people, young black people on there. Like, there wasn't a lot of black people on, featured on GQ a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, as people, um, like, giving advice or interviewing people, like, and he was, like, one of the only young black people on there. So I liked him a lot. Like, I followed him on everything. I, I would always watch his videos in particular. Um, and then when I came here... I found out that he actually graduated in 2010. From Morehouse? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Like, I didn't even know he went here. 
And then to come here to find out that he went here is like that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, like that's crazy. That's crazy. and then so they had a little panel during homecoming. Um, about creatives They actually uh, It was another guy Named uh, Coltrane Culture I believe his I name is He actually uh, Co-created Complex Yeah um, He was there Real cool dude They both was like Mad cool And um, They use People usually say Like you don't want to Meet your idols And stuff like that Cause they are gonna be Dickheads But like Nah Mark Anthony Was like Super cool it, it was like real intimate It wasn't a lot of people in there So at the end They just hung around And and I, I got the chance To like talk to both of them uh-huh. um, But at first I was talking to um, Coltrane And I was asking him Because he said That he started Doing social media Before Not social media He started doing Social marketing Before social media Was even a thing I would have I don't know, bro. I don't know how. To, I don't know. <laughs> but my question to him was, like, how? Like, I want to. I want to inform. I said I want to inform more people my age and my color about podcasting mm-hmm. and this form of like audio content, um, and as, as long as with public radio and stuff like that. And I was like asking him how. How would someone? Reach an audience that is uninformed. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because he's doing social marketing and people don't even know what social media and stuff like that was. So he's like one of the pioneers of that. So I was like, how can I, um, you know, spread the word? Da da da. He he basically did not end up answering my question, but that's a good question. That's a good. (laughs) Yeah, it was. But he uh, he had top Mark Anthony. He was like, yo, he talking about podcasting. Da da da. Whatever. So Mark Anthony turned around to me. He was like, yo. And just immediately dapped me up. Like, it, so it, that was crazy off top. It was Man. like, immediately dapped me up. I'm like, what's good, bro? I'm like, my name's Emmanuel. Yeah, yeah, I have a passion for like podcasting and things like that. And I'm like, um, what's up with, like, he has a podcast too called yeah. Rich Friend. Okay. Um, he is the rich friend, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, he eats dinner in Paris with Future. So, um, yeah, he's that, that level, bro. He just Damn. interviewed LeBron for the cover. Of GQ, so Damn. yeah, he's that level. Did you get? Um, did you connect with him? Yeah, I did. Yeah, so uh, I, that's, that's what I'm saying. Let me finish the story. He uh, he dabbed me up. I said, "Yeah, what's up with your podcast? When is it gonna come back?" Because he haven't been doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Yeah, it wasn't working out for da 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 whatever." And um, I'm like, "Yeah, you need an editor." I, I said, "You need a producer like me." He like, yeah, he dapped me up again. I was like, at this point, I'm on cloud nine. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm flying high at this point. He's like, yeah, yeah, you right, you right. So I'm like, bet. And so I go and talk to him later, yeah. like oh, later on. Man. I'm like, yo, what's up? I reintroduce myself. Yeah. My name's Emmanuel. I tell him, like, I'm passionate about podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. I do this. You know what I'm saying? He's like, that's cool, bro. I, I, I like that about you, da-da-da, whatever. And then he's like, um, and then I go in, in back and, like, ask him, like, so what happened with your podcast? Like, why did it stop? Why'd you choose to stop doing it? He was like, uh, basically, the sponsors wanted him to do stuff that he didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was sponsored by uh, Tequila. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was like, they got new sponsors and like he didn't want to do the stuff that they wanted them to do. So he went, and he was like, um, like he just likes going on there and saying whatever the fuck he wants to. So yeah. he couldn't really do that, I guess, being attached with GQ and all that stuff. So he was like, it's not, it wasn't a great platform for him. So I, I was like, I can understand that. And um, I told him about my podcast and how, like, I feel like a lot of people, our age only 
like listen to podcasts that are like like the brilliant idiots and like Joe Budden's podcast where people already have like a platform and they can just yeah. go in there and talk. Yeah. So although we just come in here and talk, like I do do like little stories like you know I did before, like I'm trying to sneak that into mm-hmm. what people are used to so that they can like hear that different stuff. So that's what I told him now. He's like, bro, send me a podcast. I I, I want to hear it. You sent it to yeah, him? Yeah, sent him a podcast. It was good, bro. It what was did he good. say? Like I, I didn't, I haven't heard back. I'm gonna email him. Um, like how you like, like probably this week or next week, and like, Man. yeah, you got like his up. personal contact or like you yeah. got his email. Yeah, his personal shit. Yeah. Like his, you got a phone number? <laughs> nah, not a oh, phone number. Like, not a phone number. I you didn't, I didn't email? go for the phone number because I seen him. I seen somebody else ask for his phone number, mm-hmm. and he said nah. And he was like, he was like, yeah, nah. Like I don't really think like I'm a That's busy weird. guy. Yeah. yeah, he and he said that before like. um He's a busy dude, so he doesn't really like. Um, he might not respond to you, da da da, stuff like that. So I, I was like, nah, I'm not gonna go for the, for mm-hmm, the phone number. Mm-hmm. But the, that, that was enough that he told me to send it to him. Not like, can I send you my podcast? Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. Nah, he's like, and he kept on making sure I sent it to him. Like after I had, I didn't send it to him. Like mm-hmm. at first, like at first, it was just like the phone was in my hand. We was talking. He was mm-hmm. like, you sent it to me. You sent it to me yet? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm about to send it. No, yeah, yeah. And then afterwards, he was like, he was like, bro, make sure you send me your podcast, da da da. Like he kept on saying it, so Man. I was, I was geeked, yeah. That's and that, crazy. that, that, my day after that took off. Which, I was which good, episode bro. you sent him? Uh, the Twitter fingers one. Okay. Yeah, that was episode. that was a good one. Is that the one with, wait, that's not the one with Samara talking, is it? Nah, that was uh, that was the one where uh, we was talking about. It's I don't know. I guess it's Twitter. No, we was talking about KD. Yeah, we was talking about KD and Melo had just got traded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, that was a good episode to send him. I like that one. So it had a night. It had a lot of production in it too. So I like that. So I I was happy. That was a great experience. That made my homecoming experience too, though. Yeah, bro. Like fucking with the vision. Yeah, bro. Yes, bro. This is divine. I'm getting close, bro. You're getting... Yeah. That's getting, wild, bro. That's I mean, wild. I just... My life is in a good place right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be say, honest, that means, that means, like, podcasts... I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Listen, I had went to this place. I had, I had connected with these people at... Um, it's called Georgia Public Broadcasting. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm thinking that the place is, like, only a radio station. But at the place, they got everything. They have Fox News in there. They had radio stations in there. All kind of shit in there. I had went... I shadowed um, this guy named Sean Powers for a day. He like He's, like, the producer oh. of the morning show. I, I shadowed him, da-da-da, whatever. And, like, really, I had told him I can't do anything this semester because, like, my schedule is so tight where... I'm not. By the time I'm done, it's almost five right now. I'm at my. We're at my internship right now, so it's like, by the time it's five and I leave here, like that's the end of the business day. So it's like I can't really do anything else, um, but go and study or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But he was like, at the end of the at the end of the visit, he was like, yeah, bro, I just really like your your energy. I like your personality. Like I really hope you get the chance to work with us and like. Da da da, whatever. I'm like, yeah, I really enjoy my time here. Da da, whatever. So he like, he was really, he was really rocking me. Yeah. So even before I could like send him a thank you letter, like e- thank you email back, he had already sent me an email with the uh, intern application. Like, hey, yeah. fill this out and get it back to me. I'm like, all right, you filled it out. Yeah, I filled it out. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. So I. 
things are lining up for me right now. Um, I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? Podcasting, Podcasting is really supposed to do. Yeah. I can really see myself doing it. And and even even uh, like two weeks ago, I had connected with Anta, and I had I joined Maroon Tiger, right? Uh-huh. Not Maroon Tiger. I joined Tiger TV. Yeah. And I was kind of feeling. I guess underappreciated because Tiger TV is more focused on uh, TV implies visual. So they're more focused on their visual content uh-huh. and I'm more focused on audio content. And they have a podcast right now called Politicking, which is po- which is uh, hosted by Anta, who was a guest on here, and uh, Paul Brister. Um, but they only have one episode out. So we had went, me and Anta had went somewhere together and we were riding in the car just talking about it. And she's like, yeah, I really want to get uh, politicking back on the, um, like, back back up, running, like, more episodes. Because she said, like, when people look at her resume, the the thing that they're most drawn to is Is that that she has a podcast. But she only has one episode. Bro, I put that on my my resume. I don't be telling people what it's about because I don't want to be cussing on here. Yeah. like I be telling people, they was like, "Oh, you like you got a podcast?" Yeah. Like, oh, like like they just be mad interested. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, she wanted to start it back up, and it was it was so like perfect because she was saying literally everything that I have been thinking. Like, mm-hmm. man, I want to get this podcast started back up. Da da da. Whatever she was doing, saying all the things that I was thinking, and then she even pitched me another idea uh, for a show. That she wanted to start. So I can really see myself helping other people start podcasts, like who don't really know the editing and all the other side of it. Cause I me, when I started this podcast, bro, I knew nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I knew nothing. Self-talk. I just knew I had to get a mic. I need an editing system. I just look everything up on YouTube, you know what I'm saying? How to all kind of shit. And I've wasted money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That seventy five dollars we paid. You remember that? Oh, uh, for this? For the uh, nah. You remember we paid the seventy five dollars for like this publishing thing or something like that. Oh, we thought yeah, it yeah, dis- yeah. distributed to everywhere, but it was the wrong yeah. thing. So you know, wins and losses. You know what I'm saying? So I can yeah. This this might be really for me though. So I, I you know it's looking up, bro. Damn, it's, it's always looking a good up. thing to hear that though. Yeah, like, that shit. Yeah. that shit beautiful, my nigga. Yeah. So we winning, bro. I want to see myself win. I just want to see my friends bro, the win. Team, so the, team, the, the team is eating, bro. I'm yeah, eating, you yeah, eating. Yeah. The team is eating yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, I so, my game up. Yeah, for real. But as far as what we're going to talk about today, let me open up the notes and see what we got. Let's start off. Well, I wanted to start off with this, yo. We about to submit 3D podcast to get a show or something. We need an HBCU show or something because everybody getting shows nowadays and it's crazy. Right. Complex just gave me a Khalifa, who if our female li- trash, nah, female porn star. trash trash porn star, bro, she's garbage, bro. Are you kidding? You must never uh, have, yeah, yeah, you never watched. Yeah, it, yeah, she's yeah, trash. yeah, yeah, yeah. I low key been disappointed she by her. She just look good. She's trash. yeah. She does. Yeah, I, I'll admit that. That's why she yeah. retired. Yeah, I can agree with that. Now that I think about it, but it's crazy because like this is really the age of of transformation, is what I'll say. Because we have the Joe Buttons who went from a rapper to being a rap commentator 
to the Mia Khalifas who go to a porn from a porn star. One of the, I feel like Joe Budden is now one of the most important voices in hip hop. He is. He's establishing he is. himself to be a set. He is, bro. What they say on Everyday Struggle makes the news and internet every day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, they have a voice, and you know, some people hate on him for that, but you know, still his voice is still important, even though he's not rapping. So how you feel? <laughs> um, but yeah, they gave me a Khalifa that show. Action Brunson just got a new show on Vice Land called the Untitled Action Brunson Show, which is crazy because it's like I, I I really like Action Brunson, but it's like when I watch the show, I really don't understand the purpose of it. It's it, it, I think it's only because Action Brunson is such a character, but. So far, three episodes have came out, and I've watched those three episodes, and I can see that the people who are the guests even don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're like, what is going on here? They're like, just, They're just going with the story to get that <laughs> Yeah, shit. yeah, bro. It's like, one lady came up there. She didn't eat no food that they had. She was making fun of everything. <laughs> like, she was just not having it, bro. And, and I understood it because it was like, I don't know. She just didn't know what was going on. You know what I'm saying? So... I don't know. It's a, I guess it's the the game is saturated. But all I know is the best show on Viceland is you already know what I'm gonna say. The therapist. The therapist is fire. They need to promote that more because that's like I don't know. That's just it's 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 just different. Like that's probably yeah. some of the best content. Like they have like yeah. we're seeing rappers in a whole new light. in a whole new light. Yeah, it's, like it just outside so, of the music. That's what I'm saying. It's like beyond the music, but close up. Yeah, and it's like, but it's not even like it's just really getting us up close and personal. Like I feel like I got a relationship with all the rappers I was mm-hmm. on. Complex then, does have a good lineup though. Of shows honestly, like when they came out with um, Last Chance High, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this is they're really producing a lot of they're good content. To, yeah, yeah. And ain't that neighbor too. A whole bunch of stuff, but but it's like they've kind of at first I feel like they had that stigma of like a show that just like has cussing and drugs on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was the whole appeal. But like now they're transforming their platform where, and they might have been doing this before, but it's like they're come dealing, to the light now. It's like with stuff that they're matters. doing real issues. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, I like it. I like it. I enjoy. Um, Viceland, you know, shout out to them. You know, holler at me for a job. I, no, I need to holler at y'all for a job. But yeah, I like I like Vi- where Viceland is at right now. So and that's crazy. They used to be on YouTube, bro. That's the power of the really? internet. Yeah, they only used to be on a YouTube channel, and then they became a TV show, bro. I mean, a TV channel. So that's crazy in itself. But let's get into these topics. Let's get into these topics. Little B. One of our favorite rappers, one of the world's favorite Look, rappers. He probably is definitely, he's <laughs> a just, game he's not changer. Even in my top five favorite rapper because like he's just I just love him that much. Like he's probably my he favorite has so much influence rapper ever. Yeah. But like he doesn't even I won't say he's my favorite rapper because like he's just the yeah most, yeah I, can't I agree. Even say it. I agree. Yeah. Like my love for Little B just exceeds normalcy. But yeah, so Lil B um, ended up getting jumped. If you haven't heard, he got jumped by P and B Rock and who else? A Boogie with the hoodie. Yeah, and it's sad to say because I really love A Boogie too. Yeah, it hurt me though. I'm starting to like both. I was starting to like both of them, A Boogie and. Um, oh, were y'all on the air? No, we're. J- this is recorded. Uh-huh. Oh. 
Yes, for our podcast. <laughs> oh, could you make me a podcast too? I could if you wanted to. Yes. Oh, okay. Let me know. I'm I'm a you know producer you're editor. Very, you're very I, good I can, at it. Yes, really good. Okay, well we need to sit and talk next week about podcasting. Okay, I'll be here. All right. You see, I'm getting in the bag. So, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was. I'm really starting to like PNB Rock, and I was really starting to like A Boogie. Um, and then um, this just, happened. I lost it just, respect for A Boogie. Yeah, and 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 just the whole situation. Like, you don't get any points for beating up Little B. That's like what Joe Budden said, you don't yeah, get, you don't yeah. Get, like, okay, Little B might have said what he said, but he didn't even say nothing that wasn't that was completely disrespectful. He said. They sound like Dave's Loaf. Dave's Loaf, yeah. And they do sound like Dave's Loaf. Which is understandable, though. And people been saying they sound like Dave's Loaf. Because Dave's Loaf is a singer slash rapper. Yeah, but their sound sounds exactly like they sound like Dave's Loaf. Yeah. So... I don't know, but that then, was like, that's not enough to fight. Somebody yeah, that's not over. even enough to fight. Jump somebody. Over. Yeah, like he said it on Twitter months ago, and then they brought the same energy. Still, like no, you don't get no points for jumping Lil B. Like Lil B is literally the most positive person on planet Earth. That's that's true. And after and following the situation, and Lil B is like my height. He's like five eight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with with fake dreads. And following <laughs> the situation, he came out on stage and said that he had love for everybody there. And you know what I'm saying? Which, I mean, that is hard to believe. when it, Who gets jumped and then say, I love you? You know what I'm saying? That that takes a lot. Um, even if he didn't mean it, that takes a lot to say it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, shout out to Lil B, I hope. If it wasn't for Lil B, you wouldn't have a career, A Boogie and P and B Rock. Do you think he's going to curse them over this? No. No? Nah, I want him to, but he's not. <laughs> But like, do you think Little B will curse anybody again since he's on this whole positivity wave? Yeah, because he, if 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 you if you claim to spread positivity, but you still out here cursing people, doesn't that defeat the 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 message or does it? Well, I'm cool with him cursing I mean, people though. You I'm, know, I have no problem. It's part of the base god though. You gotta remember, yeah. Little B is the base god. So. That just goes with being the base god. Sometimes you got to put a curse on people. Hey. Yeah, that is true though. It's the base god's curse. Yeah. Nah, I I think I I don't know. I like them, so I don't. I hope I I, I have mixed feelings about it. Like I see, I I would understand why he would put a curse on them. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's like I like them. I hope they do well. So it's like, you know, but maybe he did, and we don't know about it. You know. Maybe yeah. he's doing low-key curses out here. <laughs> I don't know. I so. feel like the curse isn't effective if he doesn't say it publicly, though. Like, mm. I don't feel like he could curse people in private and then be like, yeah, yeah, nah, he has to do it. He got to speak it into existence. Huh? Exactly. You got to okay. let them know. Yeah. Well, like along the lines of that topic of beef and speaking it into existence, as Ross says, I'm riding with a couple man. homies. We finna go grab a bite to eat. And it just ran across my mind. And I said, damn. I wonder if Birdman paid that man yet. Pay that man. I'm probably going to put a clip Birdman, in Birdman, pay that man. I'm probably going to put a clip in here because Rick Ross is this the funniest nigga, bro. That's my <laughs> Rick Ross. Rick Ross and Birdman beefing. I know y'all know about it. I just want to share my opinions about it. Um, you know, I... I, I 
I, I'm a big I'm the biggest Ross fan on Morehouse campus. Um You the biggest Ross fan I've ever met. Yeah, I I, I um I hail his name, you know what I'm saying? I think <laughs> <laughs> I think that he's a great businessman. Super he's a great on. super rapper. So, yeah, and super slept on. So he's an OG in the game, I believe. Um he's a living legend to me, to me. I don't expect anybody else to share that sentiment. But, but I feel like me, I feel yeah. like now he's trying to he's trying to um make other people know that though. That he's the yeah, OG in the game. Definitely, definitely. Like he been here and done that. Definitely. Like he's really like like if I was a rapper right now, right? And I had to pick somebody to mentor me, I'm either I'm not picking like okay, like people say Jay Z and Diddy, but nah, like yeah. I'm gonna pick Ross and Nip. I feel like I like Ross. I would pick, like you said, I would pick Ross as well because I see more of Ross than I do of Jay-Z or somebody like that. Yeah, that I don't part. see their real character. I don't see who they are when they wake up first thing in the morning. Fact. When Ross wake up first thing in the morning, he on Snapchat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Showing his breakfast, showing this, showing that, showing how he lives, showing how he acts, showing how he work out and different things. I can see his life and I can go based on that and say, yeah, Ross is a good dude. With Jay-Z on the other hand or Drake, you know what I'm saying? Somebody like that. Like You never see them we see snapshots of their life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's, again, why I respect Ross so much. Um, and and I, I really I really admire him for putting his neck out and putting his foot out and uh, standing up for uh, Lil Wayne because, like, I always kind of been that kind of person too, though. If somebody's been one of my friends I feel like is dead wrong, I'm going to say something even if they not don't say something. You know what I'm saying? As I said on the, the podcast we had where, where Cliff was here and, and Ryan, like, if something needs to be said, I'm going to say it. If yeah. I feel like it it's, it's needs to be said, I'm going to say it. And that's how I feel like he felt in this situation is he had the obligation as a friend to Khaled, as a friend to all the other producers, as a friend to Lil Wayne. He had the obligation to say something to Birdman. So I, I, I admire that. So Why do you think Wayne not saying nothing? Why do you think Wayne staying quiet about it? I think that I think it possibly can mess up his money even more if Wayne says something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Wayne is probably trying to mend the relationship behind scenes, behind the scenes, um, because even before when there was beef, like he was still releasing was pictures of him. <clears throat> he was still releasing pictures of him and uh, Birdman together. So I think that little Wayne is trying to take the. The I diplomatic wrote. route <laughs> um, by going behind the scenes and handling things, but I feel that. I mean, I guess Rick Ross feels like some things need to be aired. You know what I'm saying? He need to, He's putting, as my mother would say, Birdman's feet to the fire. Mm. So yeah, my thing is like everybody say Birdman is this and this and that in the game, but like why he ain't pull up on Ross then? And like the That's thing the that, you, that, that, that thing that gets me though is that everybody been pulled Ross card. Like, Ross, you really yeah. not who you say you are. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Rick Ross been all in Birdman. Like, no homo pause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he yeah, been yeah. all in Birdman, like, yo, pay that man. Or it's mm-hmm. really gonna be an issue and mm-hmm. Birdman has said nothing. Nothing. Yeah. That's real interesting. Yeah, it is real, real interesting <laughs> to me though. When I look at that, it's interesting. Now that he, you say that, yeah. He I pulled see up it. on Charlamagne, the radio guy. Yeah. 
Yeah. But he... You ain't pull up and Ross on Trick Daddy like that. Exactly, yeah. And that's what KJ was trying to say in the group message that one time. He was trying to say, like, Ross really not about what he talk about, which I don't believe, but I guess he did I don't, I, take I don't somebody's think, name. I but I don't think he is what he what he says he is to an extent. I mean, like, I don't think he was a kingpin, yeah, but like, do I think he sold Ross, drugs and was in the hood? Yes. Yeah, but Ross makes it seem as though he was like... yeah. The, the the main man like he was yeah. he was really at the port of Miami just he the biggest head honcho in charge with the drugs yeah. like nah you, I don't think he was doing it like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. like he trying to really make it seem like he had like he he's selling I don't even know just keys <laughs> yeah <laughs> he just got keys just hella keys nah you know? I think um I don't know. I, that's not even important to me now, though. Like I, I see Ross in the whole. It's not even, light, yeah. Like, like Ross is like that's that. Shit why is I, I keep trying to tell. I keep trying to tell everybody like Ross has rebranded himself so flawlessly, yeah. and perfectly. Like yeah, we don't even think that Ross is like not what right. he says anymore. Like, right now, we look at Ross. Oh, he's he moved into a new chapter yeah, of his life a, for real. He's an OG. He's the old head in the hood that got all kind of wisdom. He really making money. Right. And he just cooling. He's yeah. speaking on what he sees is wrong. He's staying in his little lane, not doing too much, not doing too less. I respect it. Mm-hmm. I respect where mm-hmm. Ross is at in the game right now. Yeah. I think he's he's writing this little whatever it is, I don't know the word for it, but whatever he's writing, no homo pause. <laughs> he's writing it perfectly. <laughs> Well, did you hear that thing uh, with Johnny Blaze who came out? Um, the stripper? Is she a stripper? I don't know. I don't really know who she is like that. Johnny, but I don't know. She she basically, I seen it on Instagram on my Discover page. She basically got mad at Mona Scott and everything, and I guess the people at uh, Love & Hip Hop. I don't know what happened. I don't know the behind-the-scenes situation, but she was like, basically what I'm about to do is expose everything all the plot lines for oh, yeah, for the upcoming yeah, season. So she basically said, only thing I really cared about was, if you watch the show Signed, Signed that Rick Ross was on, he signed an artist named, by the name of Just Britney. Um, and on the show, they had like a little, some little camaraderie. Um, he, he'd be flirting with her all the time. He eliminated a nigga who she liked on the show, um, which was crazy. Um, it was a good, all around good show. I told these niggas to watch it, but of course they didn't. <laughs> um, but what she said was that uh, Stevie J got mad at Rick Ross for taking a picture with Jocelyn Hernandez, and um, what Stevie J is going to do is try to take just Britney from MMG. Like as a, I guess he's going to try to take her off the label. I, I don't see that happening, but. Or maybe he's gonna say like he's gonna try to start fucking with her. I don't know. I don't know what the situation is. They basically said she gonna try to. He's gonna try to take just Britney from Rick Ross, which is not gonna happen anyways. And I don't even know how that's gonna happen because Rick Ross is not even on the show. <laughs> so, so it's like, how are they gonna shoot that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it, does she have a contract or does who like how are they gonna? On the show. Yeah. So how the how's that gonna happen? Like. He's just going to be talking about it. Like, they're going to walk onto the set of Signed and then mm. go, I don't know. 
right. Yeah, but she also did expose, and this will lead to uh, something that you showed me earlier. Uh, but <laughs> she she also exposed that Stevie J has slept with a transgender or something like that, um, which seems to be the new trend now. I don't know, but um, vicious. <laughs> what's going on? What's what's going on, Envy? What's, what's, what's yeah, Arlington sent me something this morning that shocked me, <laughs> to say the least. Shocked me, to say the least. Tell them what happened. Huh? So apparently, there's a um, there is a screenshot of a of a Snapchat exchange. Now I am going to go to the Snapchat and I am going to read it verbatim. Verbatim. Here we go. So first in the thing is a picture of DJ Envy. So now we know this is actually his Snapchat. DJ Envy is the first talking. He says, yeah, lick my ass. What else? (laughs) The person replies back and says, I need you to relax while I rub my toy up your leg. Third picture. DJ Envy replies, what toy? The person, we don't know who it is, replies and says, and I'll lick your ass to get it really wet. Whoa. My 9.5 inch strap on. You little nasty. Get on your knees and feel my nipples against your back. DJ Envy then goes on to reply and says, you are vicious. Reply back from the person. I'll lick your ear as I'm slowly sliding it in. Can you feel my nipples? DJ Envy says, yeah, right. That nigga still sleeping. You had that nigga eating your ass. Did you strap on fuck him? That's the person weird, the weird comments and says, I know, not picking up, no, lol, that's none for game nights. The last and part is confusing to me though. What you mean? Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> who is sleeping? talking about somebody else though? Who is like, sleeping? <laughs> and why do you need to know? Yeah, if he that he got yeah. his ass a why why I, I'm confused. What is going on, Envy? Yeah, why did they not give him Donkey of the Day? That's what I'm waiting to see. I'm waiting to go and why did nobody talk I've been about refreshing it? YouTube all day to see some Donkey of the Day? But Everyday or, Struggle didn't even talk about it, or did they? Because I, I watched like nah. half of it. Yeah, they yeah didn't I, talk I watched about half of it too, though. They, they didn't talk about it, but that should have been one of the first. That should have been the yeah. first thing out of Joe Budden. Can't mouth. unsee it. <laughs> no, <laughs> the first Facts. topic. Cut, yeah, can't unsee it. <laughs> yeah. Why is this not being discussed? We yeah. need to know. We need answers. He, Us here he at the Three D podcast are not afraid. Yeah, we gonna talk about. <laughs> we gonna talk talk about. Um, does that make him gay? Nah, I mean like yeah. I mean I don't know. Like I don't like getting like that shit's yeah. not for me. I'm not getting fucked in the ass. Yeah, there are straight men out there who enjoy ass play. I am not But they them. say that men have a G spot too though. Yeah, I'm not gonna find out though. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. That is weird. I don't know. Why would you want that if it's a whole ass woman right there? Like, is she not bad or something? I don't know what the situation is. Um but that's very strange. And I'm interested to see what, what the what the uh reception is gonna be like. From Charlemagne and from the Joe Buttons and Everyday Struggle, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wonder what is going, what they gonna be saying. I don't know. 
Is this is like is this a story though? Cause I you don't this the only time I see it. It is a story. Is, it is, is a story. you show me to I didn't it haven't is a seen story. it. It is all. a story because but but DJ Envy you gotta think about who DJ Envy is, bro. You think he, he can probably get the race? he getting that swept under the rug. He making sure no outlets talk about that. And it's, it's too late. Once it's on the internet, you oh you done. We gotta talk about but, it. But but like Bossip, oh no, Bossip did tweet about it. Bossip did say he was getting his breakfast done smashed. By a but strumpet. this is fresh off the uh, Gabrielle Union interview saying that she eats butt. Yeah, she's Dwayne Wade. What's wrong with these niggas? What's, what's <laughs> That's all I can. That's all I'm gonna be thinking about when I see that nigga on the court. Like this nigga got his butt ate before the game. Wow! <laughs> wow! Breaking news. You heard it here first from from the 3D podcast. Playboy Cardi um, was apparently DMing a transgender on Instagram. Nah, so yeah, they. Um, what she look like though? They replied, "Look, bro." I'm saying, what the what the the girl look? Oh, wow, that's crazy. All right, but that's that's. I'll give them a pass because on Instagram you can fool, bro, you can bro, really bro, fool, bro, bro. You're not fooling. Yeah, nah, that's nah, 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 nah. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Wow, what's wrong with y'all niggas? Yeah. This is, this is a new breed. Like, of, I don't want to sound transphobic. I just don't. But, like, why are we getting exposed? We got to be more careful. You definitely got to... Not we. Excuse me. <laughs> Y'all got to be more careful. Because there's too many stories coming For out. For real, though. Me. That's a question, though. Is is transgender people exposing people messing with them rappers famous people messing with them yeah so are transgender are you people, asking is on, there on, a on. secret agenda no 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 no, no. <laughs> are, when transgender people right when they expose rappers like oh yeah this rapper is messing with me and I'm transgender mm-hmm. does that feed into the transphobic uh, phenomena yes. Yes. or whatever you want to say yes so yeah, that's not because, right. Trans because people stop because by them exposing them, you're trying to get people to laugh at him. Like yeah, yeah, you're not trying to get people to accept yeah. I, that I don't think, this I don't, happens. Yeah, yeah, people, yeah, people are not. Yeah, that doesn't help your cause. That yeah, doesn't, that doesn't help the cause at all. Not so at all. whoever the leader of the transphobic community, whoever is your spokesperson. Needs to publicly come out. <laughs> Who and is condemn. that spokesperson? I don't know, bro. I'm not even going to speak on that. It's Caitlyn Jenner. Just kidding. I'm lying. Yeah, she's That's trash. That's wild. She want he's trash. She want he she whatever she uh he she she want human uh, uh damn woman See? of the year exactly got niggas stuttering in here. Don't even know what to call people. But anyways, um that's that's a that's a that's a whole another discuss like that's I don't want to get in depth with this. It's some weird shit. But is there anything going on in sports? Like what's up with the um? Nazo Ball, man. Yeah, he got first game. He got shut down by uh, Patrick Beverly. How you feel about yeah, that? Yeah, second though? game came back strong. It don't matter. Yeah, he got the jitters out of him. It don't mm. matter. Mm. You think that was just first game jitters? Yeah, hell yeah. Mm. Okay. He's never played a, a game uh, NFL. Yeah. I mean NFL, An NBA, NBA game. game. <laughs> yeah, I, I can understand that. I seen one player. I don't know who it was though. He was so nervous he forgot to put his jersey on. Damn. Like he just had the jacket on on top of like a wife beater or some shit. Like what? I don't know. <laughs> and they like his teammates had his jersey and was like ask him like, "What? Let me see your jersey real quick." And he was like, "Oh, yeah, that's wild. That's wild." But no, Lonzo Ball has definitely came back third game strong, fourth game, whatever they on. 
John Wall got shut down. Talking about some no mercy. Seven for twenty-two. I don't want to hear it. Seven for twenty-two. Lonzo That's Ball you shut feeling? you down. That's how you feeling? Yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking my shit because I'm a Lakers fan. I'm tired of everybody coming at Lonzo like that. Mm. We need to step it up defensively though. We, we need to. Luke Walton, hop on that. I'm slacking as a Spurs fan. I haven't watched one of their games yet. Yeah, Dejounte Murray. The nice. Next up. The next up. Yeah. Nah, Giannis. Next up, Dejounte <laughs> Murray. He's next, gonna develop next. nicely. <laughs> next, yeah, he's gonna be a solid player. Um, you think like he's gonna like stay there and build Giannis? with that team? Giannis. Nah, nah. Dejounte Murray. Yeah. I hope so. I, yeah. I think they have a future with him. I think yeah. he has a future as, yeah. a, as, a, as San Antonio. Yeah. Definitely. I hope he does well. You know, I'm praying for him. So, <laughs> um, what else is that? Is there any? Um, it's nothing really exciting like that happening in sports, is it? L.A. Dodgers are in the World Series. My kind of hometown from San Bernardino, but L.A. is 45 minutes east. <laughs> if you drive fast as I do. <laughs> Are we still uh, protesting football, or have we forgotten? Most definitely, about that? Um, I'm all for the protesting football. Take a knee, do what you gotta do. I won't be tuning in. The question is, actually, you think, you I'm think, not tuning. It's easy to not tune in, just like Joe Budden, because I'm a Chargers fan and we are garbage. So it's <laughs> yeah, easy I'm a Redskins fan, so I, I don't be watching them anyways. But do you think like? So Kaepernick recently sued is well not recently he is suing the NFL for collusion which is going to be a hard case to to prove but do you think that I don't think so I think you prove it easy collusion mm-hmm. collusion is is that's when is yeah I know they say everybody got to come together and they basically all the NFL execs came together and was like we're not hiring Kaepernick you think that really happened <laughs> hell yeah what you mean. Hell yeah, hell yeah! I think it's just a, a subliminal. No, they agreement. black. They blackballed like, him. What are you talking about? You think so? Hell you, so yeah. you think that you you think he will ever play in the uh, NFL again, or you think he's nope. just done after this? Nope. What do you think he could uh, go on to do? Like writing books. I mean, after this one book deal, he's done though. You don't think so? He could write another book, or he could. He's gonna be. He's not playing in the NFL, bro. He might as well just go to the Canadian league or something, bro. He's not. They're not mm. gonna let him back in the NFL. Mm. It's just not gonna happen. How, like, what? I I don't know. Like, how would we change that? Like, what needs to be done that would change For, the NFL going forward? Like, uh, <clears throat> they need to allow their players to protest. Like, like, that's a that's an amendment. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah. It's my first amendment. But do you think do you think star players will actually protest? No, because they're scared of not making money. You know, yeah. that's the sad part. Because uh, like they just they 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 don't have no 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 freedom to express themselves. If I'm making, if I got one of the highest contracts in the NFL, I don't even know who got the highest contract. If I'm making, let's say I'm making eighty mil for the uh for the Patriots or something, yeah, I'm probably not going. That's I'm what not, I'm saying. They I'm just got Bentleys I, to pay for, it, bro. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not mad at star players not standing up. I wish they I'm not would, mad at any player, but I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I'm not mad at any player not support, not outright supporting. I don't even know how to explain it because it's gonna sound terrible. But because people got, they, I mean, they got only only player that could probably say something. Nothing will happen in sports is LeBron James, and I hate LeBron James. But like LeBron James can like literally do whatever he wants. 
Like he he came out he, he came out the president, president a bum yeah yeah he called the president and doubled a bum. down on his and nobody did yeah. anything and they and he dared somebody to do something yeah so I respect LeBron James in that aspect because of his brand but like especially in the NFL the NFL is way more is way less progressive than the NBA so yeah I I definitely don't uh, yeah unless you're white if you're black I'm not gonna get mad at you for not standing up against the uh, against that because. That's just the NFL has has just that kind of culture. Like it's just a, a whole bunch of old white people who could really care less. They just making bread, and we, there's no, there's no. I don't even think there's like a players' association in the NFL. How there is in the NBA players union? Yeah, like they have a union. Yeah, the NBA. Yeah, Chris Paul is in charge of it. It's like the players. Really? Yeah, it's like the players' association, something like that. I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't even know. That. Chris Paul is the president of it. They don't have that in the NFL. That needs to start. Somebody needs to start that. Mm-hmm. If they don't already have one, I don't believe they have one. I'm like 99.9% sure. That's what's up. Yeah, that's wild. That's what's up. But all right, y'all. We'll see you next week, hopefully. Um, we'll probably have a guest, though. So you'll want to be here. Oh, bet. Next week, so. All right, y'all. Peace. The 3D Podcast is supported by Rob LeMann Associates a government relations, communications, and policy consulting company based in North Carolina's Research Triangle Park. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the 3D Podcast. Make sure to follow us on all our social medias. You can find us on Twitter at The3DPodcast and on Instagram at 3DPodcast. Make sure to subscribe to the 3D Podcast wherever you listen to us. On top of that, make sure you give us a review, thumbs up, five stars, whatever it calls for. We would really appreciate that. Thanks again and hope to see you next week. Same time, same place. Peace.